Hello and welcome, friends, to this week's, man, it's election week edition of Sustainability Now, but we're going to rise above the fray of the elections today. It's way too late to change anybody's vote. You've probably voted already if you've done the right thing and voted early. So we're going to talk about something a little different here on Forward Radio, WFMP LP Louisville with me, Justin Mogg. We're broadcasting from the top of the historic Havern building here at 106.5 FM and live streaming to the world at forwardradio.org. And we need you to go there to become a part of this community radio station. It's you, the people who sustain it. We built it for you. We want your voices behind these microphones and we want your volunteer power behind the scenes and we need your contributions to help keep us on the air. So you can do all that at forwardradio.org. What we do here on Sustainability Now each week is bring in folks from around the community who are really doing that good work of trying to be intentional about how do we make solutions for Louisville that not only fix environmental issues but the, man, the social ones which are tearing us apart right now and the economic ones, which in the middle of a pandemic are so much present in our minds, right? And I'm not the only one working on this stuff, and that's why I love bringing in other people who are. And today we're going to highlight the work of the Louisville Sustainability Council, which is soon to host its annual summit. The Louisville Sustainability Summit is coming up on Thursday, November 12th from noon to four online this year. So lowering the bar for participation, you can join from anywhere in the world. And I've got two folks from the Louisville Sustainability Council here in the studio live with me. We're all masked up and spritzed the whole studio to stay safe <laughs> in the pandemic. And these are two people who you'll be familiar with from our show in the past. Julia Murray's joining us. She's the program coordinator for Louisville Sustainability Council. Welcome back, Julia. Hello. Happy to be here. And a board member who you've heard on this show before, Ellen Trahan, is also with us. Hi, Ellen. Hi, Justin. Thanks for having us. It's so nice to see you guys IRL. <laughs> I know, not a face on a screen. And, so and nice. here's the irony: we're gonna talk about a virtual event in real in life, right? Yeah. So that's funny. But I'm I'm glad you all have taken the precautions to make this a virtual event instead of trying to get hundreds of people together because this is a big event in the past, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. Let's remind our listeners or people who haven't participated. What is the Louisville Sustainability Summit? What's its history? So this is our seventh summit. And last year we had it at the zoo. And usually it's just a a big in-person event. We have a bunch of people come and listen to our keynotes, maybe a regional panel or, you know, conversations about various topics. And we always have lots of tasty food, though this year you're going to have to do that from home. There's still an option. (laughs) There's still an option for food. We'll talk about it. Right, right, right. But we're kind of transitioning to a virtual summit, which actually has come with some perks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you think is the main perk of that? I mean, am I right that it's sort of lowering the bar to participation? Are we getting more registrants or anything like that? Yeah, well, I'd say the accessibility is at an all-time high. It's way more accessible to people. We're able to do a lot more ticket tier options, people from a broader area. Now it's more of a regional, statewide. Mm -hmm. They're able to come. So it's been kind of cool to get to connect with people that wouldn't have been able to make it in person otherwise. Yeah, exactly. So it's on a Thursday in the afternoon. So that's Mm -hmm. the other challenge here. If you're working, is there going to be like recordings available afterwards, you think? Definitely. So if you register and you get your ticket and maybe you're only able to make it for one or two sessions, a link will get sent to you afterwards and you'll be able to recap all of it with video. So that is a perk of getting your ticket. If you can't make it day of, you'll still get to see the entire summit. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's cool. 
So this is the biggest event that the Louisville Sustainability Council puts on each year. But let's remind folks what the council's about. I mean, this is a lot about networking and connecting people, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the big verbs associated with us are connecting and convening. So the reason why the council got started so many years ago was because the the folks that started looked around and they saw that there were so many sustainability-focused groups in Louisville, but there wasn't anybody kind of serving as the hub for those and making sure that people weren't doing the same work twice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we were trying to we want to connect and convene folks not just groups but individuals definitely and while also providing accessible resources for individuals households and businesses to make the required sustainable shift that we need to not only in the city but worldwide yeah that's great how long's the louisville sustainability council been around i was a part of the bingham fellows group in mm -hmm. 2010 that first dreamed up this thing yep. yeah 10 years 10 years, Ten years this year congratulations okay. justin yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any children, but I've got a 10-year-old council is kicking and screaming. Yes. And I should have mentioned right off the top, if people want to learn more and if they want to register, they need to go to LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org. Mm -hmm. You can also find them on Facebook if that's your preferred method. Folks can register right up to the day of, right up through November 12th. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yep. Yeah. We suggest registering a little bit early so you get all the links updates, any email blasts associated with that. But since we won't have people at the door, you can register right up until it starts. Right, great. Yeah. And we'll talk about details of the summit in a minute, but I just wanted a broader contextual question too, is like, how has the council been faring in the pandemic in general? I mean, it's a tough time to raise money. It's mm -hmm. a tough time to get people together. Are we overcoming those struggles? Yeah, I'd say it's a two-sided coin. So like any other business and organization, it's been a struggle, especially financially, to get the support that we normally do. Um, there's a lot of other challenges on the horizons that have people's attention right now. But with that, everyone's kind of gotten a wake-up call, mm -hmm. right? They've been coming to us, okay, we need to make a shift. We need to make a difference. How That's can we cool. get involved? What can we do? Yeah. So while it's been a financial struggle, the community aspect has really been booming, which is what mm -hmm. we're all about. Yeah. I mean, people are seeking connection and they are. Yeah. They and, are. and we're one of those groups they've tried to connect with. And the other thing too, is while everything else is changing, why not change other things, change towards the sustainability side I of things. Know. Totally. And people are learning that sustainability is all-encompassing, right? It's not just about recycling now, especially with all this social unrest. Mm -hmm. It has to do with everything. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been another really cool part about getting to connect with people. And I feel like it's just broadening. The conversation mm -hmm. is just getting more and more broad. So. Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, if there's a time for change, oh. this is 2020 is the moment, right? Mm, we have 100%. Seen, we've seen so much change. And what sustainability advocates, I think, have always been preaching is that, look, change is going to come mm -hmm. <laughs> whether we want it or not. And the important thing to do is plan for a good change. That means mm -hmm. an equitable change, right? Like the, we know the pandemic, for instance, is hurting black and brown people the most, right? We right. know climate mm -hmm. change is going to hurt black and brown people the most. Mm -hmm. So let's figure out how to do it differently and how to do it in a way that doesn't lead to future unsustainability, whether it's social, economic, or environmental challenges, mm -hmm. uh, and start building that positive future tomorrow. And I know that that's what the Louisville Sustainability Council has been about from the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. And that's what we tried to focus this year's summit on. So the summit theme is Climate Crossroads. And we're going to be exploring the intersections of climate change and social justice. So this year, 
we want to really make that broad scope and open it up to people. Yes, we're going to be talking about all the environmental impacts, but it goes so far mm -hmm. beyond that. We need to be talking about accessibility and gender and health equity and all of these things. So, yeah, we really wanted to open up the conversation this year. Yeah, you said a word there that I think is really important to highlight, which is the intersections. Mm -hmm. There's this term really popular in academia and on campuses about intersectionality, which often gets applied to personal identities, which mm -hmm. I think is really important to recognize that, you know, we're not just one kind of person. You know, everybody's got an intersectional identity. Mm -hmm. But I also think that same exact concept can apply to the way we work on things like policy, right? <laughs> we, we need intersectional policies that pay attention not just to fixing one thing, right, or making a world that works in one way, but, but is truly social economically and environmentally sustainable. And so I love that that's the theme of the conference this year on climate crossroads. Mm -hmm. And so how are we going to elucidate that theme? What's the sort of overarching goal of the conference to, to hit on that? Really, it's creating a platform for our speakers. We have some really, really incredible speakers, and they are going to be able to speak on a number of topics and how those topics intersect with one another. And a lot of these folks can actually really speak about their lived experience experience. Awesome. Um, and they're just going to be fantastic. That's where that intersectionality is really going to come in regarding climate and social justice. And the other cool thing is it's going to be an intersection of various scales. So we've got speakers that can speak on a national level, a regional level, and a local level. So those intersections mm -hmm. go every which way. And it's not just speakers, too. People are going to have an opportunity for dialogue and some breakout sessions, too, right? So we'll, oh, yeah. yes, we'll talk about definitely. those. So it's not just talking heads. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but if folks have heard about the summit, one of the big names they might have heard about is Representative Charles Booker, who mm -hmm. recently ran against McConnell and uh, recently started this Hood to the Holler mm -hmm. organization. But we have unfortunate news that that's not going <laughs> to work out, right? Yes. We heard from him a little while ago that he actually has something else that is going to pull him away from the summit. But we're still going to have similar conversations. And he was interested in the LSC. So there might be an opportunity in the future to work with him at some point on one of our other events. You know, you know Absolutely. what I'd love to have is a green drinks with, oh, with yeah. Representative Booker. Oh, I would love to hook it up, Justin. <laughs> we, yeah, before we dive into the summit, let's talk about that too. Like you, you've been doing some virtual programming uh, up to now. This isn't mm. the first one, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So we do a monthly green drinks. And so that happens the third Wednesday of every month. That It's our more laid back, casual time for connecting and networking and conversation, really. So we have different speakers from around the state coming and talk about their sustainable initiatives and programs from beekeeping to vote for the climate to Louisville Grows, other nonprofits. I mean, it's really all over the place. It's very, very cool. Um, it's a small group of us, usually in person with a couple beers. <laughs> I'm really missing that. But everyone usually shows up with their drinks and um, it's still good to see some faces on the Zoom platform. But yeah, it's a good time to hear some local speakers speak for about 30 minutes, Q&A at the end, and then the rest of the time is spent connecting connecting with the community and just having those conversations we need to be having. And those are an after work kind of happy hour. Remind mm -hmm. me when those For happen. sure. Third Wednesday of every month from six to seven, always on our Facebook page. So um, follow us on Facebook, Louisville Sustainability Council. And then we also do quarterly green convenes. 
So this is more action-oriented, education-based, and specific sustainability topics. So our very last one we just had was called Kilowatt Crackdowns, and it was all about different small programs, initiatives, and businesses that have really been honing in on reducing their greenhouse gas emissions and their sustainable initiatives. But that's also always across the board, where we just had one on solar energy, which was really cool. Um, so they're very topic-specific, also free, quarterly, and we post those on our Facebook page, too. Yes, excellent. So lots of great resources, as well as the Do Something Green program, which we're going to talk okay. about in a minute. Uh, all of that's available at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org. So let's dive in and, t- and talk about this summit on November 12th. Who's going to be our keynote this year? Elizabeth Yampier is going to be our keynote. We are thrilled to have her. She is the director of Uprose and the co-chair of the Climate Justice Alliance. She has done so much work around around climate and getting people engaged and making change. She's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Up, up Rose. I have not heard of Up Rose. Yes, it's Brooklyn's oldest Latino community-based organization. And so her award-winning vision for intergenerational, multicultural, and community-led organization is driving the force behind Up Rose. Oh, nice. Okay, so Brooklyn-based. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, that's another nice thing about doing this virtually is we don't have to fly all these people into little... Oh. Yeah, Yeah, it's really opened up our options for speakers. It's been awesome. And we've been able to keep costs low, so our ticket prices are a little lower this year, too, which, you know, so it's just helped across the board. Lower carbon footprint of the summit. That's awesome. (laughs) Win-win. So we're talking today here on Sustainability Now about the upcoming Louisville Sustainability Summit. It's an annual event, and it's happening virtually for the first time ever on Thursday, November 12th. You can register now and learn more at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org. It's an afternoon event from noon to four, but if you can just pop in for part of it, that's more than welcome. And there'll be some recordings that you can follow up with if you miss other pieces of it. We're going to have a keynote with Elizabeth Ian Pierre from uh, Uprose and co-chair of the Climate Justice. Alliance. And then there's going to be a regional panel on building an inclusive sustainability movement right here in Kentucky. So who are some of the folks who are going to be on that? Yeah, so we've got four really awesome folks. So Carla Walker is going to be our moderator, and she's the climate advisor for the city of Cincinnati. So she's kind of got a regional approach to things. But Wow. Yeah. Cincinnati has a climate advisor. I know. How did they get one of those? How do I get one? Cincinnati (laughs) is like hot with the sustainability. I mean, I, I wouldn't have thought, but I mean, they are truly on it. It's impressive. Yeah. I know. And for yeah. such a close neighbor, you know, we could totally take some, some pointers. <laughs> Tell them to sprinkle it in the river and it'll flow down. magic will just flow our way. Uh, yeah. Maybe we, maybe that's a question we can ask Carla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We need to have like a virtual lunch and learn with them. There you go. Right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Let's make those connections. 100%. And, and I'll say, too, the University of Cincinnati is also doing some amazing sustainability mm. stuff. I mm-hmm. was delighted to take a sustainability tour there once. So, yeah, lots of good stuff happening just upriver for mm-hmm. sure. So, so Carla's going to moderate. Who else is on the panel? Carolyn Finney is going to be on the panel. Nice. So 
Yeah, so she's actually up north now, but she did live in Kentucky for quite a while. She was a professor at UK, speaker, author. I mean, she's just a professional storyteller, and she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I've talked with her a couple times recently, and she said with everything that's going on right now, she is just so incredibly busy, and I'm thrilled that she was able to take the time yeah. to be with us. Yeah, Carolyn Finney wrote the book Black Faces, White Spaces, so folks may have uh, been familiar with that book. Wow, that's exciting. That's a high-power panelist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then we've got Cassia Heron. Oh, nice. Uh, Cassa. Cassa, yep. And she's with KFTC. You know, um, a lot of people will know her name. She's a local powerhouse here, and we're thrilled to have her. And then our fourth panelist is Fernanda Scharfenberger, and she's the director of Kentucky Youth Climate Strike. We wanted to make sure we got youth voices wow. in our panel mm-hmm. and in our summit. So It's a packed panel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Awesome. And quite a range of ages because Fernanda's mm-hmm. just a student at Presentation Academy, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Yeah, uh, we, we were excited to have her. I mean, not a lot of students would be willing to put themselves out there, and she didn't hesitate. So mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, I mean, building an inclusive sustainability movement is so vital to making it successful because it's it's not just about thinking about, well, what would be a good solution that pays attention to social justice, but actually having those people at the table, right? You have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And so uh, I'm, I'm so excited that that's going to be the topic of the panel. And then there'll be a talk about the Do Something Green program, which has already launched, right? Yes. yes. It launched on Earth Day, April 22nd this year. It's been awesome. Justin, actually, you and inspired our newest element of this tell me we just got it up but it will be officially launched at the summit if you remember last time i was on and we talked about the launch of do something green you said how cool would it be if you found a way to incorporate a community forum and have community members get to connect with each other and bring things kind of full circle ask questions post pictures and we just got it on there did you really we did we're so excited so it will be officially announced at the summit so we're very excited to have that thank you for that inspiration sure <laughs> well we'll remind listeners what this is it started as a pledging system for community members to go in and make a community pledge of what they're doing to go green big or small solar panels to yeah. reduce it can be anything. Waste. anything anything <laughs> And so that kind of evolved into our resource library, which is building every day. So we're trying to make it as inclusive as possible. We're trying to make it more localized. So it points you to to more local solutions and businesses, if that's the route you're going. But we have so many different resources broken down into energy, transportation, water, home, business. I mean, it's growing. We're adding an equity section to it. Really? Yes. So just trying to give community members a free and accessible place to go for any resources or tools they're looking for to make that shift and now the community forum but we're also making another announcement on the summit so i'll just do a little teaser lse is coming out with a micro grant program for the community yes um, we're really really excited about it gonna help fund some local projects and initiatives that are dedicated to lowering greenhouse gas emissions in the city so we'll go more into depth into that at the summit but that will be open soon before the end of the year. 
So wait a minute. Make the connection for me. Do yes. Something Green campaign is like about individual actions, right? But this microgrant program would be for organizations? Kind of. So it got built out, started at the pledging platform, individual, grew into the resource library and community forum, more community and business. And now we're doing the microgrant program. So take these steps, make it into something and grow it out. That sounds like it has a lot of potential. I'm yes, excited we're very that. excited. It's our baby, definitely. So it's still very much in the works. And we always encourage people, if you have ideas for us, if you don't see a resource listed, send us an email. I mean, always shoot us an email if you have any questions or ideas for us or want to get involved. Programs at LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org. You can reach out to me, Julia. Hi. <laughs> That's awesome. Say hi to Julia online and uh, via email. Uh, so are people doing something green in the pandemic? Yeah, they're doing something green. <laughs> yes. Um, we have a lot of pledges coming in. It's really been a lot of questions, just like, what do I do? And so that's kind of how the resource library was born and is growing. People are always asking, well, what can I do? Well, just log on and find out. I mean, there are endless things yeah. you can do. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's really getting people thinking yeah. this pandemic. Have you gotten any stumpers yet? Questions you could, you're like, man, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Because people are so new to it, yeah. it seems like. Yeah, yeah. That they're kind of just jumping in and then they find themselves, you know, you Google search and then you're underwater. It's too much. How can I do this? I can't afford this or put solar. It's like, hey. Take a step back, walk the block to your grocery store, yeah, you know, recycle yeah. your milk carton, whatever. It starts small and then you can go from there. So I think it's mostly been people at the beginning stages just trying to get their footing on the whole movement. Well, I can imagine, too, you mentioned like just doing a Google search and watching some YouTube videos. It's intense. Well, mm -hmm. if, if those aren't like locally relevant, it can maybe it doesn't really work yeah. here for whatever right. reason. Right. So I can really see how that could be needed for our local population to how do I do something? Something green here mm -hmm. so listeners can get involved right now they don't have to wait till the summit right oh no yeah go make a pledge hop on our website <laughs> browse through the resource library make a pledge spread the word you know always extending that conversation to the rest of the community even just sharing us and what we're about just connecting is really how we were born connecting people to resources mm -hmm. and to each mm -hmm. other and to the whole movement yeah i think that's so important because we know so many people have these issues in sustainability like on the back burner and we're, <laughs> we're trying to move them to the front burner right mm -hmm. like take action now and it's always getting over that hump I think mm -hmm. for people like I don't know where to begin this is yeah. such a big challenge mm -hmm. and then people start to doubt like well maybe I don't need to do anything because I'm just one person but that's not how we get to sustainability right. Right? it's like voting so many <laughs> yeah. people well my vote doesn't right. matter it's like oh jeez <laughs> well, vote it, it's kind of similar like everybody's been posting their pictures of of their I voted sticker, but it's kind of the same thing with our pledge. You can go read other people's pledges online and see mm. what other people are doing. And, oh, that's a great idea. I never even thought about that. You know, mm. there's such a cool community element to it. Well, and that's another great thing to bring up on this election week. You can vote for the planet and you can do so by taking action today and doing something green 
and you can learn about it at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org. You got a whole section, right, for, for the Do Something Green campaign. Yep, got a whole section. Cool. All right. And then another part of the summit on the 12th is going to be a How to Be an Allies uh, panel. Uh, yeah. Talk about that. So it's perfect segue. So we wanted to incorporate Do Something Green into the summit. And so part of that was, okay, let's take some of our top pledges and create breakout sessions around there. But, you know, because of what was going on and because of our theme of climate crossroads and intersectionality and social justice, we said we want folks to break out into what they want to hear, but everyone needs to hear about how to be an ally. Mm -hmm. And so we got Tala Wilson from Diversity at the Table was willing to do a brief five to 10 minute spot on how to be an ally. And we are so thrilled to hear what she's going to teach us. It's just something that everybody needs to learn and so timely. When we say diversity at the table, are we talking about the decision-making table, you think? So so diversity at the table is a community program. Um, It was created in 2014 to inform the community about the intersections between gender, race, class, and sexuality, and how it all relates to social justice issues in academia. And climate justice is social justice. Um, There's no racial justice without climate justice and vice versa. And so, like Ellen said, we have all of these women of color speakers, and they're going to speak on their experience, but to not have a dedicated section to what is happening right now would be absolutely blind of us (laughs) and missing such a huge opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. We have this community. This is what the whole summit is about. And if you've been out in the streets you know Tala so yeah she's the perfect person to be speaking on this to everyone have you have y'all been out in the streets oh yeah yes it's been it's been amazing hasn't it It has been amazing oh my gosh talking about community I mean come on it's been incredible it really has been makes you proud to be a Louisville at moments I I totally agree honestly if we're talking sustainability the sustained effort that has gone into it's incredible over 150 days people are not slowing it's amazing I know And, and still there in song and dance and planting and bringing food it's so cool i didn't realize how much i like chanting (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've been amazed even like things that don't seem like they're getting lots of pre-announcement attention like i couldn't even find like events online for some of these things and then i show up and there's all these people and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay you guys are communicating on a whole different level (laughs) this is amazing a week ago we went to the protest at daniel cameron's house how was that? I was not yeah, there. Yeah, it was so great. I mean, I was like, why are they doing this after dark? But then when I got there, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to understand that we're like tying it into the whole Halloween theme here. Cause there was like, you know, people with day glow stuff, light up stuff oh. and, and light up signs and costumes. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> That's fantastic. There was a chicken <laughs> costume. <laughs> Love it. And then unfortunately, I mean, the most disturbing part was the uh, costumed police who showed up within 30 minutes to disperse us all because apparently it was in this tiny little you know one of these in-holding cities Mm -hmm. quote-unquote cities Mm -hmm. that had created a curfew it it must have been like a 7 p.m curfew or something for the start of the event so i was like wait a minute we're not breaking any laws and it's a place with no sidewalks so you can't even like get on the sidewalk right yeah yeah (laughs) 
gosh. Well, that's awesome, though. Yeah, yeah. But it was such a positive event. And the Bow for Brianna song was mm. debuting their video that night. They had a projector up with that. I mean, it was it was beautiful. So, yeah, this is such a moment to, like, grab hold of and oh. and, and be in the movement and take and participate in. And, and to start making the connections out to the climate change, I think, I think mm-hmm. is, is so important. Uh, and this is the time for it. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the upcoming Louisville Sustainability Council uh, Summit that takes place every year here on Sustainability Now with me, Justin Mogg. You're tuned into Forward Radio, your community radio station. My masked up guests here with me in the Hayburn studio are board member Ellen Trahan and program coordinator Julia Murray. And this event is going to be on the 12th from noon to four. People can learn more and register at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org. And let's talk about now about the Do Something Green breakout sessions. There's going to be four different breakout sessions. Is that right? Yeah. So we're going to have four different breakout sessions, and they were kind of curated from our top most popular pledges that have shown up on the Do Something Green pledge site. And they're all going to have two different speakers, two local speakers. We are kind of letting those folks take the reins. We gave them some general ideas and, you know, a path but we're going to let them speak on what they want to speak about within that zone. So our first breakout session area is on recycling and composting. A lot of people really focus on waste management um, when they're pledging because I think it's just so everybody deals with it and everybody sees it. It's constant, right? It's constant. I have to figure out what to do with this thing all the time. (laughs) All the time. Mm -hmm. So our two speakers for that are Sean Raff with Louisville Compost Co-op. Oh, nice. He's the best. Oh, I love Sean. He's really engaged. Oh, yeah. He's going to be fantastic. And then he's going to be speaking with Ramsey Kamar, who owns Ramsey's Cafe on the World. He is so passionate about composting. He composts on his farm. We got to meet with him recently, and I've never seen the enthusiasm. Like he (laughs) was was, amazing. Oh, yeah. It was inspiring. Wormophiles. He's like, composting changed my life. I cannot wait to share it with people. Yeah, it was beautiful, honestly. (laughs) So the two of them are just going to be an absolute dream team talking about compost and worms and all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Well, I'm sure they'll talk about how you can do it at home or Mm -hmm. in your business, maybe even. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure they'll also talk about the Louisville Compost Co-op, which is Mm -hmm. a great thing to let people know about. It's not like they have an advertising budget. Uh, but this is now a way that people who like live in an apartment or live in a place where they just can't do their own composting for maybe they don't have the physical ability or whatever. Not that it's hugely difficult, but it is a pile of organics in your backyard, you know, <laughs> but not everybody can make that happen. Not everybody has a backyard. So this is a way you can get like a subscription service, mm-hmm. basically, where they give you a clean five gallon bucket. Right. Yep. And then they come pick it pick up it every up. week and they give you a new one. And I, I think there's something about you can get some of the compost back if you mm-hmm. do any kind of gardening. So. Or for your house plants yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 awesome. Yep. So they're going to be absolutely fantastic. So they're the composting dream team. And then the next area is transportation. Oh, so, nice. So yeah, glad you're doing that one. A lot of people are oh, yeah. post about that, you know, whether they're going to ride their bike or whether they're going to just drive their car less or carpool. And then I saw some folks, probably before the pandemic, post about how they were going to work from home, which now <laughs> all of us are doing. <laughs> right, right. It's easy now. I know. Um, but it can be harder now to figure out things like, you know, the safety of carpooling or true. transit. Right. Yeah. 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 So they're going to be Elizabeth Bowling Schiller with Every Commute Counts. Nice. Um, she's going to be speaking. And then Amanda Dethridge is going to be on there. 
Fantastic. Wow. Fun. So again, we're going to let them just kind of create their own narrative and and talk about the things that they've seen with their jobs and the concerns that they've noticed people have. But with all of these, we're going to allow time for questions. You know, people are definitely going to get the opportunity to communicate with these folks and ask questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These breakout sessions are really, you can really dialogue and Mm -hmm. and maybe do a little more networking, right? Absolutely. It's going to be conversation based, the breakout rooms for Mm -hmm. sure. Nice. Yeah. So is this on Zoom? Is that what we're doing? Zoom? It's on uh-huh. Zoom. Zoom with breakout rooms. <laughs> Zoom with breakout rooms. I got it. So the, the it. main <laughs> session, we're going to have a, there will be two different links. We're going to have the webinar for the main session. And then we have another Zoom meetings for the breakout rooms. And within that, you can bounce around to different breakout rooms. You can choose which breakout room you stay in. And then it'll bring us all back to the webinar too. Oh, cool. um, yeah. Yeah. And we're going to have more than like five minutes. This is like an hour or something? For sure. It's, yeah, it's about breakouts. an hour. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yep. Okay, and so composting and yes. transportation, what else? So the next one is food systems. So we got a lot of pledges about, you know, eating local or going vegetarian or vegan or, you know, access to food. Um, yeah, food you justice. Know, food mm-hmm. deserts, food justice. And our speakers for that are Casa Heron again. Nice. And Chantrice Martin with Feed the West. Yes, so, yes, yes. And they've also both been involved in helping launch the little community grocery yes yeah Yeah. and i think they're going to talk a little bit about that they're going to be really really great i mean they have been so engaged and i think they're both involved in multiple different nonprofit groups i mean when they tell me the things they're involved with i don't know how they have they're passionate they're passionate and both about food justice like you were touching on Mm -hmm. um so important right now again Mm -hmm. i mean like the solid waste thing that food is something that you're interacting with every day Mm -hmm. multiple times a day you're making a decision you're voting with your fork right mm-hmm. on this election week vote with your fork uh-huh. for a more sustainable tomorrow and it again it i think there's this deer in the headlights effect about like oh there's so many issues like do i eat local do i eat uh-huh. organic do i eat vegetarian and i mean ultimately yes you want to do it all but you don't have to do it all in every meal right, right. <laughs> mm. and there's this sense of guilt which we don't need to have and we're so intimately tied to the people who produce and ship and package and yeah. sell our food i mean it's such a Sometimes we make it impersonal, but it's such a personal connection. It is. It really is. food is so vital. And and of course, directly, your personal health is Mm -hmm. all guided by Mm -hmm. that voting with your fork for your own personal health, too. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so glad we're breaking out on that topic. I'm going to have a tough time picking. I know. (laughs) That's why we're recording. That's why we're recording. Don't worry. And then the fourth area is gardening, greening space. And nice. again, these buckets are a little bit vague just because, you know, we had so many pledges that, you know, we were trying to fit them into a, mm-hmm. an area. But we're actually going to have three speakers for this one. And it's going to be Lisa Detlinger with Louisville Grows. And then Ashley Smith and Trevor Claiborne with Black Soil. Oh, they're badass. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. Yes. We're oh. going to have a badass group, Justin. <laughs> we really are. It's awesome. That's great. Oh, man. Man, uh, yeah, again, it's going to be hard to choose. But I think that gardening one is so important, not just because of where your food comes from, but also because it's an excuse to go interact with nature. Oh, and we yeah. get so little of that in, uh, unless we are professional gardeners or something, people who work outside, you know, especially with the virtual and like, I'm so zoomed out yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and I need to get out in the garden every now and then. And so I hope that comes up too, like the nature bathing yeah. aspect of it all. And yeah. we're, we're starved for 
for green space. And this again gets into access. You know, a yep. lot of us have access to beautiful park systems, but not everybody. Right. I mean, they mm-hmm. are not everywhere in Louisville yeah. and it's hard to get to them for some folks. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So those are the breakout sessions with local experts. Uh, again, food justice, transportation, gardening, and composting and all be part of the Louisville Sustainability Summit on November 12th. And registration has been open for a while. It's not free, but it's affordable, right? And you've Definitely. got some scholarships to help people. Definitely. Yes, it's affordable, but if this is something you really want to make and it's just not in your budget, we're trying to be as accessible as possible. The point for this is to connect you. And so if this is something that you really want to make and want to be connected with, but you're not able to, send us an email. And we'll, we'll talk to you one-on-one and we'll get it figured out and perhaps offer you a scholarship. We'll, we'll make it work for you. Yeah. So we just want to see you there. Yeah. yeah. And then it, we talked about how the food has been such a great part of past summits, but you even have thought about that. Tell us about the special <laughs> food option. Yeah. So we actually just had a conversation with Ramsey Kumar, who again is going to be dealing with our compost and recycling and waste breakout session. And he was so, so kind and generous. We really wanted, again, food is such a way that people connect with each other. And even though we can't have a meal at a table, we can act like we're having a meal at our individual tables. And <laughs> So he has offered to do takeout with us. Oh, fun. And he's going to offer three meals. So there's going to be a vegan, a vegetarian, and a animal protein option. Uh-huh. And those will be on our website. So all you're going to have to do is go on our website and make your order and then go pick it up that day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which actually works out perfect because our event starts at noon. So That's lunchtime right. across the board. But you pay through the website. You just walk in, give them your name, pick it up. You're out of there. Yeah. Um, and the meals look delicious. Oh, nice. If you've ever been to Ramsey's, uh, oh. everything is so good. <laughs> so good. It's such a wide variety of things, oh too. Oh, my gosh. And usually when I look at that kind of a menu, I'm suspicious. Like, can you really do all these things well? But I've never been disappointed. <laughs> he, so. he does. We, we were talking about that when we spoke to him. How, how do you do all these different things? <laughs> and he actually told us that he hires women refugees. Yeah. They oh, make really? all the spices and sauces. Nice. Um, and he's, they, he has about 15 of them. And he's like, you know, most of them don't speak the same language, but they <laughs> always come in happy and they love each other. And they've been such a crucial part of our community. Mm-hmm. And like we said before, composting is a huge part for him. Making amazing, sustainable food is what he is truly passionate about. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. It's so yummy. So we're thrilled to be able to offer this to um, yeah, our attendees. Yeah, what a fun thing to add mm-hmm. to it. Man, I hope there's a there's some cocktails and mocktails involved, too. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it happen. <laughs> right. yeah. Exactly. We're all working from home, right? You won't be driving. (laughs) Exactly. You don't have to commute to this one. And so the last thing to talk about is the the silent auction associated with the summit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Last year was the first year that we did this, and it was fantastic. It went so well. And this year we were a little bit unsure about how to talk to local businesses about maybe donating something because everybody's had such a hard time. But we, you know, we just kind of decided to put ourselves out there and see if folks would be able to help us out. And I was shocked by the generosity. Everybody has been so, so helpful. I mean, we've got Hadley Pottery donated a few things. Clayton and Croom, they make leather goods. But we've also got uh, a day at the races, which is a couple box seats and some snacks at Churchill Downs. The Botanical Gardens donated a package, which comes with a free membership. So we've got a lot of fun stuff. Fun. Okay. So people can learn about the silent auction. 
auction two when they go to register and get more information at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org. Again, the summit's coming up Thursday, November 12th from noon to four. Anything else to recommend it or mention? Definitely be sure to hop on the Sustainability Summit Facebook event page. That's Mm -hmm. where most of the updates will be posted. That's where Silent Auction will be posted and where you can bid on, which we're opening a little bit early. So (laughs) definitely join that. Um, You can find that through our Louisville Sustainability Council um, Facebook page, or if you just type in Louisville Sustainability Summit, the event will pop right up. Make sure you follow that or say that you're interested or going, um, and you'll get all the notifications for that. But we're looking forward to seeing everyone there. Yay. Yay. Thanks for organizing <laughs> this, you guys. I'm really excited about it. Oh, thanks for helping us talk about it. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, the conversation. It's important. Always a pleasure to get the Louisville Sustainability Council up in the studio. <laughs> and this was fun to do it in real life. I know you have sponsors for the council in general and for the summit, too. Do you want to give a shout out to your sponsors? Absolutely. Our sustainability sponsors, we truly would not have been able to make this happen without them. That is Humana and Rotary Club of Louisville. They've been super generous and helpful and supportive. Um, So we're so appreciative to both Humana and the Rotary Club. Nice, nice. And companies can join the council as well, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, absolutely. So a big part of us is membership based. And so we have individual memberships, household, and then also organizational. So whether you're a small business or a nonprofit, medium or large, we'd love to have you be a part of our organization. You can be as involved as you want to be. Our doors are open. We also have sponsorship options. If your business or organization really loves either green drinks or green convene, do something green, the summit. Yeah, we're open to it all. Yeah. And folks can get a discount on registering for the summit if they become a member, right? For sure. And we also have a summit ticket option that allows you to become a new member. So a discounted membership with your sustainability summit ticket. uh, It's a great deal. Yeah. And organizations can get a summit ticket as well. So if your organization wants to set a room aside in their office, if you guys are like not remote anymore, you can buy an organizational ticket and have it maybe playing so folks can get together and watch it as a group classrooms as well Mm -hmm. so it'd be a really cool thing to have i'm going on in a class well i guess things are virtual yeah everything's virtual already but this would be an (laughs) awesome addition um to the conversation in a classroom so it can always register for a classroom ticket as well yep fun good i'm excited about it i hope our listeners are as well again It's Thursday, November 12th, noon to 4 p.m., the Louisville Sustainability Summit. Learn more about it and register now. Check out those silent auction options and maybe register for the lunch pickup from Ramsey's Cafe. You can do it all at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org. My thanks to you guys for coming up and joining me. You've been listening to Ellen Trahan, who's a board member with the Louisville Sustainability Council, and Julia Murray, who's the program coordinator there. Thank you all for taking the time today. Thanks for having us. This was great. Thank you, Justin. Had a blast. Great. We'll see you online at the summit, everybody. Stay tuned. Coming up, it's your community action calendar with lots of things happening this week immediately during election week to make sustainability a reality now. So stay tuned. I was a child, I walked these hills, drank from the streams and heard the whippoorwills, and I ran through the fields just as fast as I could, through rocks in the creek, from the deep green woods, climbed up on the mountain, 
they're as fresh as could be. Then my Kentucky soul fly free, fly free, fly free. Down from the Ohio to the Big Sandy, and up in the mountain hollow, down to those, my friends, are the sweet, sweet sounds of Appalachian. Many thanks to them for giving us permission to use their amazing local music in the podcast editions of our programming here on Forward Radio, WFMPLP Louisville. You can find out more about them at Appalachian.com, and you can find out more about us at forwardradio.org. You are listening to 106.5 FM and Sustainability Now with me, Justin Mogg, here on your community radio station, and it's time now to get radioactive with us. This is the week, my friends, you can help make sustainability a reality now. It's not going to happen because someone else is making it happen. It's going to happen because you are. Every one of us needs to stand up and be a part of this new vision for tomorrow and be a part of this democracy here in America. This is the week, of course. Hope you've all voted already. And just the last time, I'll give some voting information because it's so important. If you choose to vote by absentee mail ballot, be sure to follow these instructions carefully when completing and returning your ballot. You must sign and seal both envelopes. Do not remove any flaps on the envelopes and get it back into the mail as soon as you can or use one of the drop boxes. Better better do that by this point during voting hours at any of the polling locations I'm going to mention in a second. If you do put your ballots in the mail, they must be postmarked by Election Day, November 3rd, and they must be received by the county clerk by November 6th, or they will not be counted. And if your mail-in ballot did not arrive, if you requested one and it did not arrive, you can still vote. Just head down to the polls and vote in person. So, on Tuesday, November 3rd, the following 20 polling locations will be open right here in Jefferson County. You can vote at any one of them. Doesn't matter what precinct you're in or where you live, where you work. All you got to do is get to one of these polling locations between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. on Tuesday, November 3rd. They are the four early voting poll locations, uh, including the Kentucky Expo Center in the Fairgrounds North Wing out on Phillips Lane, the KFC Yum Center Foyer there at Main and 2nd, the Kentucky Center for African American Heritage out on West Muhammad Ali Boulevard at 17th Street, or the Louisville Marriott East in the Commonwealth Ballroom over there on Embassy Square Boulevard. But there are 16 other locations you can vote at only on Election Day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And those are Carter Duval Elementary School out on Bone Avenue, Mazeek Middle School there in Smoketown on Jackson Street, Western High School out on Rockford Lane in Shively, Iroquois High School out on Taylor Boulevard, Southern High School on Preston Highway, Seneca High on Goldsmith Lane, Wagoner High School out on South Hubbard's Lane in St. Matthews, Crosby Middle School out on Gatehouse Lane, the St. Matthews Community Center on 10 Pin Lane, Fern Creek High School is available for voting on Election Day out on Fern Creek Road, Fairdale High School on Fairdale Road, Jefferson Town High out on Old Six Mile Lane, Ballard High School on Brownsboro Road, 
Valley High School on Dixie Highway, Shawnee High on Herman Street, and finally Thomas Jefferson Middle School out on Rangeland Road. All 20 of those locations will be available on Election Day, Tuesday, November 3rd, for voting from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And you, as a Jefferson County resident, may go to any of those polls and they will have your ballot ready for you there. If you run into any problems at the polls or have any questions, you can call our friends at 1-866-OUR-VOTE, O-U-R-V-O-T-E. And just a reminder that Forward Radio is going to have special election night coverage starting at 9 p.m. with our friends at Democracy Now! running right through midnight. Wow, wouldn't it be amazing if the election was decided for the presidential candidacy by then? Um, But some things will definitely be decided for sure. So it's worth tuning in. There'll be some great analysis about this really pivotal election in our nation's history. Well, there's other things happening besides the election this week. So get your calendars out and your pencil sharpened and get ready, my friends. On Wednesday, November 4th at noon, the Ali Center will be presenting the next in its Beyond Black History Month series, Bringing Racial Justice Conversations into Classrooms. It's a virtual program at noon on Wednesday. And in this program, they'll be discussing ways to incorporate racial justice into school curriculum beyond just one month a year. The panel will examine how teachers can create diverse, inclusive, and equitable classrooms that go beyond merely acknowledging the accomplishments of African-Americans and people of color. Panelists will include Ashley Hazley, the Assistant Director for the University of Louisville's Muhammad Ali Institute for Peace and Justice. Dr. Shelley Thomas, who's the Assistant Department Chair and Associate Professor from UofL's College of Education and Human Development. Cassandra Webb, Senior Associate of Strategy and Innovation for Cities United. And it'll all be moderated by Enid Trucio, Haynes, Director of UofL's Muhammad Ali Institute for Peace and Justice and Professor in the School of Law. You can register and learn more at alicenter.org, A-L-I-Center.org, and it's Wednesday at noon. Coming up Thursday through Saturday, there's going to be a special waste tire collection event, November 5th through 7th, uh, every day from 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., except it'll end a little early at 1 p.m. on Saturday. And it is at 1030 Phillips Lane across from the Kentucky Expo Center. This is a free opportunity to properly dispose of any unwanted tires you may have accumulating on your property. Or maybe you found in some alleys or some local waterways. Any Kentucky resident is eligible to drop off tires for free for proper disposal. They will be accepting tires on or off of rims. They'll be accepting truck, light truck, and passenger vehicle tires, tractor and farm implement tires. They'll even be accepting bicycle tires, motorcycle, golf cart, and ATV tires. Your average citizen who maybe wants to clean up their neighborhood or their backyard is welcome to come drop off tires for proper disposal this Thursday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., except it only goes to 1 on Saturday at 1030 Phillips Lane across from the Expo Center. If you have any questions, you can contact Pete Flood at 502-574-3290 or visit the Public Works website at louisvilleky.gov. 
Speaking of solid waste and Thursdays, the No Waste Louisville webinar series continues. It's every Thursday at 3 p.m. through Thanksgiving. Louisville's Metro's Waste Management District continues this No Waste webinar series to educate residents on all forms of solid waste management and recycling. Webinars are offered every Thursday at 3 p.m. and you can register at nowastelouisville.org slash webinars. That's K-N-O-W wastelouisville.org slash webinars. And this Thursday, November 5th, is exciting because it'll be in Spanish. Basura y reciclaje en español. This might be a great opportunity to brush up on your own Spanish or certainly for our Spanish speakers. It's un webinar para nuestra comunidad que hablan español. Sí. Aprendo los conceptos básicos de los programas de basura y reciclaje en Louisville. And that's this Thursday, November 5th at 3 p.m. NoWasteLouisville.org slash webinars. Also on Thursday the 5th, it's a big day for sustainability here in our fair city. At 5.30 p.m. online, it'll be the Louisville Showing Up for Racial Justice monthly meeting talking about what's next. Let's gather together after this crazy election and find ways to take action together, especially if we need to show up to make sure every vote is counted. And whatever the outcome of the election, our work to end white silence about white supremacy will need to continue. So please join us you can register to get the link at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash L-Surge meeting, L-S-U-R-J meeting. And again, that's Thursday the 5th at 5.30 p.m. Also, after that, uh, Thursday at 7 p.m. online, it'll be All Eyes on Louisville, Women's and Gender and Sexuality Studies Falls Social Justice Speaker Series from L continues. All eyes must remain on Louisville until justice is won. The Department of Women's, Gender, and Sexuality Studies invites you to this virtual series that celebrates the work that Louisville's local leaders are doing on behalf of our collective freedom. This series is an opportunity for the whole community to learn from their vision and find out how to join in the struggles for justice for Breonna Taylor and the, for the black, brown, and poor residents of our city. Come together and dialogue about these important issues. There's many co-sponsors. You can find the link to register at louisville.edu slash sustainability. And again, it's every Thursday through Thanksgiving at 7 p.m. for an hour and a half. This coming Thursday, November 5th at 7 p.m., it'll be Imagining Our Way to Freedom, Art, Activism, and World making. This panel discussion will focus on black artists and black arts activism and how both have always been integral to social justice movements. The panelists include Sydney Moore Williams, assistant professor in UVL's Department of Theater Arts, Hannah Drake, the amazing Louisville poet and activist, Ramona Lindsay, Louisville visual artist and senior program manager for the Community Foundation of Louisville. It'll be moderated by the amazing Nefertiti Burton, a professor and chair of the Department of Theater Arts at UVL. And it's this Thursday, November 5th at 7 p.m. You can find the link to register at louisville.edu slash sustainability. And then coming up Thursday, if you don't like that, at 7 p.m., you can join. The, actually, you could probably do both because this is 7 to 10 p.m. It's the Louisville Community Grocery. They're having a garden mixer on Thursday, 7 to 10 p.m. at 1205 and a half South 6th Street. That's just south of Oak Street. Postponed by one week. A deluge that happened last Thursday made them postpone it for clearer skies. You can join us for a real-life celebration of fall bounty and community with local musicians, artists, 
leaders in food justice and politics, and local food producers. It's open to all, and information on becoming an owner of the co-op will be shared at this special event, which will be both indoor and outdoor with most of our time out in the lovely back garden at the new temporary headquarters and shopfront in Old Louisville. Again, that's 1205 South 6th Street on Thursday, 7 to 10 p.m. You can learn more at facebook.com slash Louisville Community Grocery. Thursday, November 12th, is going to be the date for Louisville Sustainability Council's annual summit, as you just heard. But I want you to know that this Thursday, November 5th, is the deadline to order. Place your order for that special lunch that we mentioned in the interview. So, Ramsey's Cafe on the World will offer a delicious lunch for purchase to enjoy with us virtually. There are vegan, vegetarian, and animal protein options available. All you need to do to order it and learn what the options are is to head to LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org. Do it by Thursday the 5th. Select your meal. And it's the same way to get a summit ticket. It's that easy. Your meal will be ready for pickup on November 12th between 11 and 1 at Ramsey's Cafe on the World on Bardstown Road. The vegetarian option is a tortellini graciella. And the vegan option is the Egyptian kitchen with eggplant parmesan. Oh, and a vegan dessert sounds fantastic. So go to LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org to learn what your lunch options are for this summit for ordering ahead by November 5th. Also, want to let you know that Bernheim Forest is having $5 Fridays, family forest forays every Friday through Thanksgiving. So this November 6th, there's two options, 10 a.m. or 1 p.m. out at Bernheim Forest in Claremont, Kentucky. They're offering the opportunity for families to come out to Bernheim for a hike with a Bernheim naturalist every Friday. Again, two hikes offered per day, one 10 to 11 a.m., the other one from 1 to 2. And each Friday will feature a new hike to a different location for exploration, adventure, and a little bit of learning. Space is limited and distancing protocols will be enforced. Masks will also be required when family groups are within six feet of others. It's five bucks per person and that registration is required by 6 p.m. on the Thursday prior to the program. You can do so at bernheim.org. Coming up this Saturday, November 7th, it is a free tree giveaway at the Cave Hill Cemetery entrance that's on Baxter and Broadway. It's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday. Trees will be available to Jefferson County residents on a first-come, first-served basis while supplies last. They'll be giving away 300 trees in one-gallon pots. Each household can take up to two trees, and the species available include ooh, persimmon trees, my friends, mm, swamp white oaks, bur oaks, and nuttail oak, and it's sponsored by Trees Louisville and Cave Hill Cemetery. If you have any questions, you can email info at treeslouisville.org or just show up this Saturday the 7th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Cave Hill Cemetery's Baxter and Broadway entrance. Also on Saturday the 7th, from 8.30 a.m. to noon, there's a call for volunteers to help out with the Middle Fork of Beargrass Creek cleanup. You can join the Kentucky Waterways Alliance, the Beargrass Creek Alliance, Louisville MSD, and Louisville Parks and Rec for a creek cleanup event on the Middle Fork of Beargrass Creek on Saturday morning. In an effort to limit group size and encourage distancing, groups will be limited to 10, and there will be two shifts available, either 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. to noon. The cleanup sites are at A.B. Sawyer Park, uh, Arthur K. Drought Park, Cherokee Park at Big Rock, 
Cherokee Park at Lexington Park and Forest Green Trail. You can sign up to for your volunteer slot on Sign Up Genius. Find the link to register at kwalliance.org under events for the Saturday 8.30 a.m. to noon, Middle Fork of Beargrass Creek cleanup. And lastly, Saturday the 7th at 7 p.m. online, it'll be Kentucky Voices, a benefit for the Kentucky Conservation Committee. The lineup's been announced for KCC's annual Kentucky Voices author and artist event. The 2020 benefit features five distinguished Kentucky novelists, historians, poets, and musicians. John Schaff, author of Hidden History of Kentucky Political Scandals. Uh, Titiana Wells, uh, author of The Healing Tree and other works. Jeff Worley, a Kentucky Poet Laureate from uh, 2019 to 21. Bobby Ann Mason and her latest novel, Dear Ann. And Ben So Lee, Kentucky native and other works. The event is open to all. It's also a benefit for the Kentucky Conservation Committee. All donations will be appreciated. And they also encourage current members of KCC to renew their annual membership at this time. You may also become a new member with a donation at, at that same level. You can register, renew, or donate at kyconservation.org for the Kentucky Voices event happening this Saturday the 7th at 7 p.m. online. And that's all the time we have for today here on Sustainability Now. Stay tuned. Lots of great stuff coming up on Forward Radio, and I will be back in your ears next week, hopefully under a new regime. That sweet, sweet.